Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of the values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See why CNBC ranks Minnesota number four best state to live and work. A great place to work, an even better place to live. ExploreMinnesota.com slash live. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Since every minute counts when you're a new parent, who wants to waste time washing bottles? Transform this daily chore with the Baby Bretza Bottle Washer Pro, the first machine that automatically washes, sterilizes, and dries bottles, pump parts, and sippy cups at the push of a button. Its 20 spray jets clean everything 100%. Plus, it sterilizes with steam, then dries with germ-free air. Don't waste time on tedious handwashing. Let the Baby Bretza Bottle Washer Pro do it for you. Shop now at babybretza.com. Hello and welcome to We Knows Parenting. I'm Beth Newell, editor and co-founder of the satirical women's magazine Reductress. And I'm Peter McNerney, actor, improviser, and also her husband. We are real-life married couple and parents. We have two children, a three-year-old boy named Bryn and a 21-month-old girl named Maven. We Knows Parenting is the parenting podcast where we compare notes on our week uh, in parenting and try to figure out what we do and don't know about how to raise our children. Yeah, uh, quick disclaimer, we're not experts. Nope. We're just parents who are trying to do it. <laughs> uh, Beth, I keep telling this story wrong, so why don't you, for our first episode, tell our fine <laughs> listeners why the podcast is called what it's called. Yeah, it's going to be a recurring theme of this podcast that I call you out on misremembering stories. I will confidently misremember stories. Yeah, uh, and I'll confidently correct you. It's true. So uh, the inspiration for the name of the podcast came from our son, Bryn, who, uh, when he was younger, he's now three, when he was maybe two, he would do something bad, like climb onto the table or throw food on the floor. And then I would ask him why he was doing that. And he would say, we knows. We knows. Yeah. And that was just his way of saying like, Don't worry know, about it. I'm just being bad. We all know. This is fun for me. It's like we know, we knows what's going on. Let's let's move past it, mom. We knows I'm challenging boundaries and yeah, yeah. Um, so there, you're gonna hear we knows in every segment title, and it's uh, it's gonna get annoying, but we're never gonna stop because we've committed to something. And uh, just like parenting, you make a choice and you stick with it, and you don't know if it's right, but it, we made a choice. So let's stick yeah, with it. We had kids. And we're going to keep having them. Yeah. I, I mean, not new that kids. was not a We're going to continue to have the ones we have. Yeah. Full disclaimer. Uh, having children was not a choice. <laughs> a great thing that happened. I think it was a choice. Not, not by me. 
Okay. But- <laughs> well, at least the timing. The uh, choice, like, yeah, the, we would like kids, but when they happened, I would not call it choice. Okay, so... We should Getting call this pregnant podcast. was not a choice. Remaining pregnant was a choice. That is true. We should just call this this this, this podcast, podcast was pro Whoops. choice. Oh yeah. <laughs> um. Yes, that's true. Yeah. Uh, okay. Sorry. We're gonna re-record. The new name of the podcast is Whoops. whoopsie. We're parents. Whoopsie doopsie. <laughs> um. So Beth, we're gonna start uh, this episode and all our episodes with a real quick. I'm still stuck on whoopsie doopsie. <laughs> Whoopsie Dupsy? Whoopsie Dupsy is like a Victorian podcast. It, but it's like a very risky, sat- satirical <laughs> podcast in Victorian era. Whoopsie Dupsy. <laughs> very underground. Whoopsie Dupsy is pregnant. Now she'll go to the country. <laughs> um, okay, sorry. What were you saying? Uh, we're going to start this episode the way we... Will all of them with a, just a quick recap of the week in parenting. Beth, how was your week? What happened? So uh, this week is a little weird for us, but this is a common occurrence where I you you went out of town for a week, and then I went out of town for a week, and we sort of traded parenting. And this is a common theme of the show where we have to then come back and compare notes on our solo parenting yeah. adventures uh, because we're never in the same room unless we're doing this. Uh, to be to be fair, I'm doing this podcast to force myself to see my wife, and it's a great <laughs> it's a great idea. Otherwise, I will never see her, especially since we got two yeah. Apple TVs in two different rooms. Uh, but that's a separate <laughs> thing to talk about. We don't hate each other as much as it sounds like. We just are busy yeah like many of probably our listeners we just miss our alone time more <laughs> <laughs> it's true i enjoy hanging out with me at the end of a long parenting day <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what i'm talking about i need uh, constant attention okay so so you were out of town i was in orlando and so i'm going to talk about that week which is um it's always exhausting, but it's not as exhausting as maybe I think the last time that happened, which was when I, I was pre-surgery and Maven and I both had fevers and she fell off the bed and then I was um, scolded by daycare for not getting a doctor's note for her. Um, but I was, there was a lot going on back then. Anyway, this this time we did better. Yeah. Um, the kids were... Um, Uh, pretty good towards the beginning of the week. And then towards the end of the week, Bryn just decided that he doesn't want to ride in the car anywhere. And he sort of just puts our life on hold at his own whim. And then on Thursday, my mom came to help out after I had been doing the thing alone for a few days. And I was going to get Bryn out of the car outside of our building. And he did his usual thing where he undid his seatbelt, jumped into the front seat of the car, so I have to chase him. And (laughs) right as that was happening, a car drove by and hit the door I was standing next to, luckily away from me. The open door. The open backseat door where I was about to get my son out of the car. This car hit it and nearly ripped it off of the car, which was terrifying. And it was already a heightened mood because Bryn knows that I hate him trying to escape from me and all these car antics. So (laughs) he, we were both already a little bit like on edge, like, okay, let's just get out of this car. And then this happened. And I said something like, 
Jesus Christ. And <laughs> so that terrified Bryn because our car is like crunching yeah. and his mom is like, uh, freaking old, out, freaking out, which is, I don't think something he sees me do a lot. Unless no, he's that's being much bad. scarier than anything else is seeing your, your parents yeah. freak out. So then, <laughs> so then that happened. Luckily I was totally fine. I didn't get hit by the door or anything. Uh, I was simultaneously like freaked out and also like just incredibly relieved that I hadn't like pulled Bryn out of the car and into an oncoming car. Yeah. Um, so it was like one of those moments where you're like not as upset as you think you're going to be, even though someone kind of just wrecked your car. Cause you're just like, yeah. wow, thank God that wasn't bad. It puts things in perspective. <laughs> Yeah, so um, then uh, luckily my mom had just arrived, so she came outside and took the kids in who were now kind of like freaking out, like crying a little bit because they just picked up on the anxiety of the whole thing, even though it was all fine. And and it was like a weird um, moment where you want to make it a lesson for Bryn about like not jumping away from you, but at the same time, that's like maybe what saved his life. You don't know. So you're just sort of like, how do I react to this? And he was sort of like... And he's not going to remember that, like, what is attached to what. Right. But it was funny because my mom was there and she doesn't, because she doesn't spend her day to day with a three-year-old, she doesn't fully understand, like, his level of uh, conceptualizing a situation. Yeah. So she was sort of like, Bryn, you have to pay attention to traffic and hold hands and cars are dangerous. And, like, she was lecturing him in a way that he, like didn't understand what was happening. And this then, also happened five minutes ago and in three-year-old world, five minutes yeah. ago was, was eternity. And she, and then she would simultaneously say that. And then she would say, it's not your fault. It's not <laughs> your fault. So he had no idea what was going on. And because my mom was having the serious tone, Maven just kept saying, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> She's been big into apologizing this yeah, week, and which, uh, I don't think she totally gets it. I, it I gave her so lasagna funny. last night, and she says, I'm sorry. So sweetly, like <laughs> smiling. Uh, you can't help but go, yeah. oh, it's okay. <laughs> I'm uh, constantly worried that we're like putting too much pressure on her as a girl. Like I'm like, why is she already apologizing? <laughs> oh. You don't have to apologize. Anyway. Um, I have a weird thing. I don't, I don't probably don't think about that nearly as much as you do because it's your profession and you're a woman. Uh, <laughs> but I became aware of my mom FaceTimes with them and my mom keeps calling Maven pretty cause she's got her braids. He's like, are you pretty girl? And I'm like, don't do that. Like, don't, even, I don't want her to even think about the concept. I mean, I agree with you, but I also call her pretty sometimes because I want I'm, I can tell she likes the braids and is excited, so I want to let her be excited about her new style. Yeah, I am too, but I, not consciously, but I've realized hearing other people that I completely avoid saying that she is beautiful and pretty. I I shower her with compliments and yeah, praise. I think that's a good impulse, but I also think like you don't have to police it too aggressively. Yeah, I'm just like, your braids are awesome. But boy, <laughs> I let, let them pick out their clothes this week and she's gone... Uh, She's gone full pink. You know, she's had almost entirely her brother's clothes growing up, and now there's pink. She finds it. Yeah. She's really into white, weirdly. She always wants her yeah. white clothes. She wants white and pink, which actually leads us perfectly into our next segment. This next segment is called Did You Knows? This is a segment where Peter learns and shares a parenting or child-related fact via the internet. Yeah. Peter? 
What's your fact? I just want to clarify that for this segment, um, there will be very little research. There will be no double-checking these facts or the sources from which I get them. In fact, this first one is something I heard from a person. So I encourage you to uh, double-check it. You're not going to. You're going to tell somebody else this fact. But that's how our society works. Yeah, you can angrily correct us online, and we think that that's going to be actually a really big aspect of this podcast is that you tell we us don't what we're doing know. Wrong. <laughs> uh, and yeah, you tell us what we're doing wrong. And podcast is called We Knows, but we don't know. <laughs> so this is a fact I heard from a friend. Uh, apparently, little girls' eyeballs are built <laughs> differently. <laughs> is that creepy how I said that? It doesn't sound really factual when you intro a sentence with little girl's eyeballs. <laughs> little girl's eyeballs. Different than little boy's eyeballs. This, we're talking science. We're talking eyeballs. <laughs> if you're talking science, we're talking eyeballs. It's the it's the coolest part of uh, the human body, except for the brain and probably other things. That okay, I've so about tell us it. about little girl's eyeballs. There's cones. You know what? I don't know what the cones are, what they do, but they're in the There's eyes. There's rods and cones. Rods, and and rods cones. are like black and white, and cones are color. There you go. That makes sense, given the fact <laughs> I'm about to say. The cones, which perceive color, uh, are different in little girls and little boys. And for girls, uh, they perceive pink much stronger than little boys and they can pick it out and they are drawn to it because they literally see that color differently uh, than little boys. And having a little boy and a little girl, I would say this is a thousand percent true because we've, you know, we have not gone out of our way to get like little girl clothes and things. But as relatives have slowly started buying clothes for Maven, Boy, she you pull out a pink shirt and her eyes light up and that's the one she wants. And I'm letting her choose her clothes. Like I'm getting them dressed every morning. And the easiest way to get them dressed these days is to go, Hey, what do you want to let's look in the drawer? And Maven wants pure white, <laughs> gold, and pink. I pulled out white socks today, though, and she goes, I don't want She likes to just be contradictory like all toddlers and just be yeah. like no socks. No socks. Pink socks. Pink. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but this is, so we should sort of disclaimer this, that I think what you're saying is true science wise, but it's not all kids. Cause I definitely know people sure. whose boys love pink. Sure. So it's a little bit of like a cultural, it's a nature and nurture thing, but. Uh, yes. But I think there is, but like any, any nature that's not an absolute for all kids obviously right. there's there's gay people there's <laughs> we've done a lot of research do you guys know there's gay people <laughs> which is a different there's uh gay eyeballs and straight eyeballs you know what as two huge fans of queer eye there really it's is because that's why the show is called queer eye because their eyes <laughs> it's because of cones they have they gay have the gayest cones, cones you've ever seen <laughs> I don't have gay um, cones. I could use some gay cones. That's why I want to be on that show. Do you want to talk about how... You so really want to be on that show? Ooh, I just said it. Here's a great example of me just saying something uh, before I thought about it. <laughs> of course I would love to be on that show. But you... I think similar to me, like, you want to hang out on that show, but you don't necessarily want someone to come into your life and be like, what is this garbage life? <laughs> right? Because what, they come there. The idea of the show is they I come don't in. I think I'm garbage enough to be on the show. You, we all want to believe that. <laughs> 
I think they, you know, they come in and they're like, wow, your house is a mess. Your face is a mess. Your clothes are a mess. They would just shave off my beard and then they'd yeah. be like, this was a mistake. <laughs> I That is one of my problems with the show as someone who likes beards and hair on men is like, they're almost always going to take it all off. It's the most dramatic. And yeah, they want a dramatic change. And I'm not saying it looks bad in the end. It's just as someone who enjoys a good beard, it's like, (laughs) can some people have beards? Well, you know, I don't think... You know what? I stand by the... I don't think I would be a great episode. (laughs) We We should have Queer Eye Baby. Anyway, Queer Eye for the... We're not not labeling her yet, baby. (laughs) Um, Okay, let's get back to parenting. Oh, this started because I said gay eyes. Since every minute counts when you're a new parent, who wants to waste time washing bottles? Transform this daily chore with the Baby Bretza Bottle Washer Pro. The first machine that automatically washes, sterilizes, and dries bottles, pump parts, and sippy cups at the push of a button. Its 20 spray jets clean everything 100%. Plus, it sterilizes with steam, then dries with germ-free air. Don't waste time on tedious hand washing. Let the Baby Bretza Bottle Washer Pro do it for you. Shop now at babybrezza.com. Tired of endless diets and weight loss struggles? It's time to say goodbye to frustration and hello to results. Introducing Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD, your breakthrough solution to fight stubborn body fat. Imagine burning fat, balancing glucose levels, and regulating metabolism in just 12 weeks. This unique two-in-one product combines the power of two clinically studied ingredients in one revolutionary formula. Berberine, which targets abdominal fat, and OEA, which curbs your appetite with just two capsules a day smart metabolic burn by brain md can kickstart your metabolism fight stubborn body fat especially that pesky abdominal fat and support your weight management journey right now save over 30 percent on smart metabolic burn at getsmartburn.com the lowest price anywhere that's getsmartburn.com don't delay transform your life with smart metabolic burn from brain md these statements have not been evaluated by the food and drug administration our products are not in Intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Are you feeling overwhelmed by anxiety? Struggling to find restful sleep or plagued by a restless inability to focus? It's time to break free from the chains of mental health challenges and discover a path to healthy living. Welcome to Amen University, founded by renowned psychiatrist and brain health expert, Dr. Daniel Amen. Dr. Amen, alongside a team of esteemed doctors and experts in their fields, understands the struggles you're facing and are here to offer solutions. From debilitating anxiety to sleepless nights filled with worry, our courses are meticulously crafted to target Get these specific challenges head on. Join us on a journey of transformation led by Dr. Amen and a roster of top-tier professionals. Say goodbye to the constant battle with your mind and embrace a future filled with hope and possibility. Visit our website today to explore our courses and start your journey towards a brighter tomorrow. Use code BRAIN10 and get 10% off. That's code BRAIN10 and get 10% off your first purchase. Amen University, because your mental health matters. This next segment's called We Don't Knows. Ooh. We Don't Knows. No, we don't. Uh, this is a segment where we share our most defeating or perplexing parenting moment of the week. Peter, what's your We Don't Knows moment? This has become a recurring theme, uh, <laughs> which is how much I can ignore the signs that my kids are sick so that I can still send them to daycare. 
Right. Because if you can't get them to daycare, you can't do anything with your day. (laughs) You can't work. You can't breathe. So, uh, you know, full disclosure, I know that when a child is sick, the last thing you should do is take them to daycare to get other kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We know we're not supposed to do that. That's like a number one daycare rule. But I also also, need to get work done. Everyone at daycare is always sick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what? It makes them stronger. After they're recovering from being sick, they all just are snotty little cesspools. Yeah. So we're all, we've been sick, quote unquote, sick for like four months now. Yeah. Uh, Sometimes... Uh, undeniably sick. Other times, I've never like, am I still been sick? So consistently sick as I have the last month and a half. Well, it perfectly corresponds to when they started going to daycare. Well, and also it's winter. Yeah. So now it's just like I feel like Bryn never got sick. We had we had a babysitter for Bryn, and yeah, we didn't get sick ever. And then daycare, no surprise well, there. I also think not to be like aggressively pro breastfeeding, but when I was still breastfeeding the kids, I feel like. We would get sick at the same time, and then whoa! Were you stop being so aggressive. <laughs> I, d- I don't want to be a like a formula shamer. I'm, there's a lot of yeah. um, parenting mom baggage that you're not aware of because you are not a woman and you've not been constantly shamed for your whole life. It's true, but I so am married to you, so I, so, I have a little bit of an so idea. So I think as women, we're all very sensitive about our decisions to do certain things, like breastfeed. So. Yeah. Uh, because you get shamed no matter what you do. So anyway, when I was breastfeeding them, I felt like I would get a cold, they would get a cold, but like they were getting the antibodies through me once I started getting better. And Mm. then because they were nursing, it was kind of like, you're in it together. They would just be like comforted through it. I feel like they didn't get as sick. They were, I don't know. Anyway, now, so Maven, I've been waking up once an hour just to like go give her her pacifier and it's not terrible but she's just like whiny and she's sort of pulling on her ear like is this congestion (laughs) or is this an ear infection and i think times like these when i've again been sick for a little literal month and a half it's hard for me to empathize with other sick people (laughs) it's like you're fine we're all sick (laughs) go to sleep (laughs) (laughs) yeah well, as the one who's been getting up, I get in there. I've just started talking to her because I found it's easier to get her back to sleep just to like wake her up and then put her back to sleep. So I'm walking in there. I'm like, Maven, you're fine. Maven, what is this? What the? Yeah. She does some... Lately, she's had a lot of wake-ups and I think she's teething. And then she'll have like these freakouts where she's like half asleep and just crying. And like the only thing you can do is like take her out of there and like... Yeah, wake her up, let her watch some TV or something so she, like, takes her mind off of it. Oh, I don't go that far. I don't touch that TV. But so, if she's really freaking out. Sure. That's that's That's, that's when you're just, like... That's not what's happening to but her But I think this sometimes week. you have to just calm her down, and the only way to do that is to, like, get her fully awake and be like, it's okay. Yeah, I'm like, hey, hi, look, look at me, distraction. Everything's just I, a distraction. I'm sure this is not like good parenting technique. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> Again, we should go to urgent care. Uh, but she is, mm-hmm. like a week ago, she had a fever for an hour. Like she woke up from a nap and she was 102. And I was like, oh, great. I got to take her to the yeah. hospital. And, and I then think 45 minutes later, it was gone. And she hasn't had a fever since. And I think that's teething. And so we're not telling daycare about it. <laughs> well, I showed up at daycare today. And... uh 
the head of daycare, who's a wonderful woman, was like, she, you know, maybe no, she wasn't eating very much yesterday, and she was sort of pulling on her ear, and I was, I pulled my full ignorance card. I was like, oh, I'm like what? <laughs> like she ate so much last night. <laughs> but this is also like classic second kid stuff where. When if it was just Bryn, we would have been like, "Oh my god, <gasps> someone's gotta gotta do something." Stay home. But I, I I'm like, she doesn't have a fever. Don't have, if you have a fever, I'll take you. It might be an earache. It might be teething. I think it might just be congestion. You're I was very po- non-alarmist about oh, yeah. things because you're one of four kids, mm-hmm. and your mom. If one of you is bleeding from the nose, she would go get her camera to take a picture of it. Classic Anne McNerney story. <laughs> Although my favorite still is something she said to you after Bryn fell and hit his head in the fireplace. I think it was that time. Oh, I was still in the process of walking over to see the damage. And she said... It's when they don't cry that you should worry. <laughs> yeah. She is not worried at all, even though our son f- fell off a chair into a stone fireplace. You know what, though? I really stand by that general sentiment. It's when they're not crying that you really should worry. I mean, it's true, but it's a funny thing to say when our son just fell face first into a fireplace and we still have yet to see how badly he's hurt. Yeah, I mean, that's definitely the difference between <laughs> us. Because like, when I see them fall down, I instantly am like, oh, okay. This is not broken. Like, we've had fights yeah, about it recently. No, she's not wrong. She, I, <laughs> uh, but the latest, the, the most recent fight of this was you were watching the kids right before I got home. Uh-huh. And then Maven fell over in her chair and the chair fell onto her foot. And then she was limping around the apartment. Not even limping. She refused to walk. Sure. Which was very weird because I would hide from her in one room and it's incredibly rare that she does not come find me and she was like my foot hurts too much to walk i'm not going to do that true and i was not alarmed by this because i know (laughs) what that feeling is when you tweak your foot it's not a break because i first of all i also had a half an hour with her before you came home where i examined this foot and so i more quickly than you i'm like this is okay but i also had more time (laughs) so you got home and i was ready to leave because yeah you were like oh um our daughter can't walk uh i gotta go do a show bye and i was like wait do i have to take our kid to the emergency room like no you can't just leave me with two kids you're not going to the emergency room if one kid can't walk in my defense i was right but in your defense You didn't have the time to process it the way I did, and you also need more time than but me in general. I watched her for like a half an hour, and she was still refusing to walk. Sure. I watched her walk, and I saw you saw, but we see different things. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, it's her. she tweaked her foot. It hurts. She doesn't want to walk on it. That doesn't mean it's broken. We have to go to the hospital. It's not that kind I mean, of she pain. She was like wincing in pain every time she put her foot down. Anyway, she's yeah. fine. Our she's daughter's fine. fine. We never take her to the doctor. She's uh, at daycare right now. Actually, before I took her in, I was like, ooh, you've got gross gunk in your eyes. Uh, I'm going to wipe that out so the daycare doesn't see and then send them off. Another to thing her. I feel like we frequently do is take our kids to date daycare without brushing their hair or like wiping the drool and snot off their face or give them a bath for a week <laughs> Bryn refused to take I a bath for a one week one bath a week is fine i mean yeah and i know, like unless something happens our kids aren't like running marathons and we've wiped the peanut butter off their faces occasionally <laughs> most of it it, it is a like I get to date because I set the alarm for seven. I roll out of bed. <laughs> I immediately throw them in clothes into the car. I'm at daycare by seven thirty if all goes well. 
And it's when I get there and I go into the back seat to pull them out, I look at their faces for the first time. <laughs> and that's like, ooh, Maven, what? And yeah. I, I do a thumb lick. And then I take them in and then I go back to the car and every morning I sit down and look at myself in the rearview mirror and I look like a homeless person. Yeah, I have that too. Because you, it's if they get distracted in the morning by any like quest for food or milk or oh, anything yeah. on the way out the door, then anything it will add a whole hour to your morning where you're not getting to your own life and your own shower. Yeah. Yeah. So you just need to like power through and show up at daycare like a hideous monster. Take my children. I promise <laughs> yeah. they're not sick. <laughs> Ignore that their hair hasn't been brushed. Yeah. Yeah, the last three days I pick up Maven and she's got beautifully braided hair and pigtails. Yeah. And I was like, oh, one of these women must love to do that. Or <laughs> I've just been dropping them off with nasty hair. I mean, I do have a lot of weird guilt about the braiding because I like that they're doing it. But I, I do worry as a mom that they're like, why are they not grooming these children at all? You know what? I don't care. <laughs> um, all right. So we're going to move on to our next section, which is very exciting. Which is we're going to hear uh, from some people that are much more interesting than us, our children. This next segment is called What Do They Knows? And this is where we ask our children questions to see what they're thinking. Hey, Bryn. What? Did you have a good day at school today? Yes. What did you do? I just played with Pierre Louis. Pierre Louis? Yeah. Is that a person? Yeah. His name is Pierre Louis? Yeah. What does he say? Yes to me to play. <laughs> Great. Maven, did you get braids in your hair today? Uh-uh. Yes? Maven, did you go to the doctor today? Oh, thanks for clarifying that, Bryn. Maven doesn't like you. That makes me sad. Why doesn't she like me? Because she says, mm. That's a good indicator that she's not fond of me right now. Did Maven go to the doctor today? Yeah. Why? Because she was sick and she wanted a lollipop to eat it. (laughs) So you think part of going to the doctor is because she wanted a lollipop? Oh, yeah. Did she get a lollipop? Um, um, talk to, to, to my food. Oh, 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 I mean, I want me to interview the food? Yeah. Food, do you like being mac and cheese? Yes. Oh, why do you like being mac and cheese? Because we're gonna get in Bryn's tummy. Oh, is there a party in Bryn's tummy? Yeah. What kind of party? What do they do at the party? Um, our, um, our babies. Your babies are in Bryn's tummy having a party? Yeah. That's weird, mac and cheese. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I think so. Um, this is our brother that is an iguana. Mac and cheese, you have a brother who's an iguana? Yeah, I'm an iguana because I have a fork tail. Oh, so your fork is an iguana who is the brother to the mac and cheese. Yeah! Yeah! What's the iguana's name? Um, Howie Kaga. Howie Kaga? Yeah. Oh, it's really nice to meet you, Howie Kaga. How are you? Good. 
Hey, Bryn, I have a question to ask you. Um, do you know how the sun works? Like what? What? Well, tell me about the sun. Like it shines down. It shines down. Yeah. When? When does it shine down? After the moon comes up. Where does the sun go at night? Um, at bedtime. At bedtime. At bedtime, it goes away, right? Yeah. Where does it go? It goes down on the mountains and through the tunnel, and and that's how it gets to the big yellow station. Oh, it goes through a tunnel and goes to a big yellow station in the nighttime? Yeah. I had no idea. That's amazing. So where does the moon go during the day? It goes around the crocodile lake. Oh, the moon goes around the crocodile lake. Yeah. Okay. And do the moon and sun, are they friends? Yeah. What do they say to each other? They say yes. Just yes, no matter what? Yeah. Does the sun ever ask the moon questions? Yeah. What does the sun ask the moon? How to play because they don't have hands. Because they don't have hands. He says, hey, moon, I don't know how to play because we don't have hands. And the moon said no. And then they don't play? No. Because you can't play without hands? Yeah. You're wiggling a lot. Do you have to go potty? Yeah. Should we go right now? All right, good interview. High five. Anything you want to, anything you want to say before we go? Yeah. What? What do you want to say? I don't know. Okay. You heard it here for first, folks. That's our exclusive interview with Bryn. Maven, do you have anything to add? No. She doesn't like me. All right. Goodbye. Yes. Since every minute counts when you're a new parent, who wants to waste time washing bottles? Transform this daily chore with the Baby Bretza Bottle Washer Pro, the first machine that automatically washes, sterilizes, and dries bottles, pump parts, and sippy cups at the push of a button. Its 20 spray jets clean everything 100%. Plus, it sterilizes with steam, then dries with germ-free air. Don't waste time on tedious hand washing. Let the Baby Bretza Bottle Washer Pro do it for you. Shop now at babybretza.com. Tired of endless diets and weight loss struggles? It's time to say goodbye to frustration and hello to results. Introducing Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD, your breakthrough solution to fight stubborn body fat. Imagine burning fat, balancing glucose levels, and regulating metabolism in just 12 weeks. This unique two-in-one product combines the power of two clinically studied ingredients in one revolutionary formula. Berberine, which targets abdominal fat, and OEA, which curbs your appetite. With just two capsules a day, Smart Metabolic Burn by BrainMD can kickstart your metabolism, fight stubborn body fat, especially that pesky abdominal fat, and support your weight management journey. And right now, save over 30% on Smart Metabolic Burn at GetSmartBurn.com, the lowest price anywhere. That's GetSmartBurn.com. Don't delay. Transform your life with Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. Our products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Are you feeling overwhelmed by anxiety, struggling to find restful sleep, or plagued by a restless inability to focus? It's time to break free from the chains of mental health challenges and discover a path to healthy living. 
Welcome to Amen University, founded by renowned psychiatrist and brain health expert, Dr. Daniel Amen. Dr. Amen, alongside a team of esteemed doctors and experts in their fields, understands the struggles you're facing and are here to offer solutions. From debilitating anxiety to sleepless nights filled with worry, our courses are meticulously crafted to target these specific challenges head on. Join us on a journey of transformation led by Dr. Amen and a roster of top-tier professionals. Say goodbye to the constant battle with your mind and embrace a future filled with hope and possibility. Visit our website today to explore our courses and start your journey towards a brighter tomorrow. Use code BRAIN10 and get 10% off. That's code BRAIN10 and get 10% off your first purchase. Amen University, because your mental health matters. This next segment is called, Would You Knows What to Do? This is where we posit a hypothetical parenting situation to one another and discuss how we would handle it. Beth, you look like you have one for me. Okay. Uh, here's your hypothetical situation. Hit me. You are alone with the children, picking them up from daycare. You Great. realize you have no food at home. Mm. And you Sounds decide... Sounds like a regular Monday. Yeah. You decide that uh, you're going to try to get food into these kids as fast as possible by stopping at the smash burger on the way home. Ooh. Which is... I wouldn't do that, but okay. <laughs> it's uh, playing with fire, but it feels in the moment like the fastest way to feed your children. Okay. Uh, so I've clearly forgotten that there's a McDonald's drive-in nearby. <laughs> Here, this is the hypothetical. Okay. You're at Smash Burger. I'm ready. Okay, so you're I'm taking, already inside. You've gotten two kids out of the car. You're taking two squirming... Uh, not very big children into Smashburger. Mm -hmm. They're very excited mm -hmm. and you're instantly overwhelmed. You finally get the food, sit them down, and they're uh, shoving hot food into their mouths. That's great. Uh, you're trying not to get them to burn themselves. This you're, sounds successful so far. Yeah. You're turning from one kid to another, trying to make sure they don't burn themselves. Finally, um, Maven shoves a huge piece of chicken finger into her mouth and starts gagging on it. She's not in danger, but she does... Uh, trigger a gag reflex that makes her vomit up all onto her shirt, which um, then somehow gets onto Bryn. As you're Are they sitting next to each other? Yeah. Okay. So then he uh, seizes his moment of opportunity while you're focused on trying to clean this up and grab napkins and everything. And he sort of just wanders away from the table to go talk to strangers. Um, so now uh, you have one vomit-covered child to attend to on in her chair, but she's also sort of like squirming around. And then another child who's maybe 30 feet away from you, lightly covered in vomit, and he's interacting with strangers okay. who are giving you strange looks. Okay. Here's my, here's what I would title my strategy for this situation. Full retreat. <laughs> Full retreat. Um, I would abandon all cleanup. Your kids have barely finished eating this they barely started eating this meal. we there's something at home <laughs> they'll have white rice sitting in the back of the cupboard uh but yeah this is a bunch of napkins bump 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 throw it into the thing and then it's this is the big question is will Bryn cooperate because pulling him away from his food no he won't okay then i he go wants to eat his food but he also wants to eat it standing at another table while staring into the eyes of strangers. Okay. I grab Bryn. If he screams, full fireman carry over the shoulder. Maven will probably walk because she's a little shell-shocked from the vomit, I assume. So... Well, how's she behaving? 
in order to do this, you're not going to have time to do the full vomit cleanup. Oh, I know. Yeah. No, this is what's called full retreat. Where I grab him over the shoulder. I grab her hand. Hopefully she walks. If not, I'm ready to pick them both up. And I go straight for the door. I make zero eye contact with anyone. I leave wow, the vomit That's an interesting where strategy because I usually would give people apologetic pleading looks. Uh. No, this is why I will, it's... I will, like, try to smile and be like, ha, 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 this is funny, right? This is why it's a full retreat. <laughs> you have, it's you have a very door. strong flight response. Oh, when there's social awkwardness. <laughs> well, no. In my scenario, uh, I have space, and so I'm running away. Into the car... <laughs> There's vomit on me because okay. I'm just going to press her against me and we're going to get home. <laughs> so this, you're, well, the you last have two screaming it, kids yeah. covered in vomit and not only are strangers giving you weird looks, but their kids are giving you weird looks like seven-year-olds that are like, whoa, what's up with those kids? Well, the solution afterwards is I, we go home and hopefully going home is relatively normal. Uh, There's no way it is. Yeah. Well, then I, I'll, worst case scenario, I carry them both and I'm, uh, uh, angry <laughs> but the last piece of it is simple which is i will never go to smash burger ever again <laughs> there okay. was no joke in any of that answer that that's, is 100 percent what i would do so i mean that's your current strategy is you'll never take them anywhere with with just one parent boy have i done that N- no you are much braver than i am well because otherwise I feel like they're just doing the same thing to me at home and I'm alone. And it's like, at least someone cooked the food, you know? Mm. Uh, I think they, they're less clingy to me. I'm I, at home. I'm, I'm the master of this domain. I can handle whatever they throw at me. <laughs> because they don't throw it at you. It's people watching. I don't go to the store because there are people watching. I don't go to a restaurant because there are people watching. You make it sound like you never go to the store. I mean, if I go to the store by myself, I'm still in the mode of nobody look at me. I'm not going to give you a reason to look at me. Okay, Uh, so you'll never take your children anywhere. Until they... Well, like when they're seven. That was a joke. (laughs) When Maven's a little older... I I mean, I would right now if I had to. If I had to take them to the store, I would. But I don't have to. I'll just starve. <laughs> um, great. All right, Beth. I have a hypothetical situation for you. Okay. You're on the subway. God knows why. We don't live in the city anymore. But you're on the subway with Bryn. I think I'm with Maven. With something we never do, but we should do all the time. <laughs> Separate our kids. Are you saying we should divorce? Yeah. And oh, yeah. I knew there was a word for it. Just each take one kid. Let's have full custody <laughs> of our favorite child. Um, that's all jokes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's all jokes. Listeners, we're doing great. Yeah. Come, you should subscribe to our other podcast, That's All Jokes. I'll think about the premise of what that is later. All right. You're on the subway with Bryn. It's very crowded. There is, this is a little bit of a cliche, but I've, cause I've heard this before, but there is, um, a homeless person, they're looking pretty rough, but they're not like insane, crazy. It's, it's just noticeable. Oh, that's a homeless person. 
Bryn starts asking you very loud questions of, uh, what is that? Who is that man? <laughs> what is that? Yeah, like the most offensive sort of language. Why is that? Why is that man so stinky? Or why does that man have those? Here, the question is: Why does that man have those garbage bags? <laughs> I would say, well, yeah, just be honest. I'd be like to carry his stuff. He's just he's got to carry his stuff around. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> I mean, is the homeless man listening? Everyone around me is Everyone listening. Everyone is listening to your answer. Yeah, so I just like try to keep cool and be like... Okay, well, let's role play. Okay, I'm Bryn. Why does that man have those garbage bags? Oh, that's how he carries his stuff around. He... Why doesn't he have a bag like daddy's bag? Like daddy's backpack? <laughs> daddy's special bag? Yeah, daddy's special <laughs> special backpack that he yells at me when I jump on. Um... You know, he has uh, different things and he has to carry a lot of stuff around because he doesn't have a home like daddy. So he's going to carry all his stuff. He has a big bag. How do you know he doesn't have a home? Because he smells terrible. (laughs) (laughs) But I smell terrible. I haven't taken a bath in two weeks. (laughs) Bryn, you need to take a bath tonight. Why are you yelling? (laughs) We're going home. You're hurting me. You're hurting me. I would just, yeah. So my solution, I would just escalate it, make a huge scene. (laughs) All right, great. I think Uh, we figured some stuff out here. Thank you all uh, so much for listening. Before we go, we want to let you know uh, that in future episodes, uh, we're going to be answering your burning parenting questions if you'd like to reach out you have questions you can let us know at we knows pod at gmail.com or at our twitter account at we knows pod on twitter yeah, hit us up with your questions corrections i'm sure you've got a lot of mostly um, corrections more factual info about gay eyeballs so much yeah. for listening until next week i'm peter mcnerney i'm beth newell and we knows parenting Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See why CNBC ranks Minnesota number four best state to live and work. A great place to work, an even better place to live. ExploreMinnesota.com slash live. You've probably heard a lot about electrified vehicles lately. Well, Toyota has electrified options for every lifestyle. We've got hybrids, no plug needed. But we also have plug-in hybrids, if that's your thing. (laughs) You can even go 100% electric in the Toyota BZ4X. With so many options for reducing carbon emissions, Toyota is electrified, diversified. Learn more about our Beyond Zero vision for the future at toyota.com slash beyondzero. Since every minute counts when you're a new parent, who wants to waste time washing bottles? Transform this daily chore with the Baby Bretza Bottle Washer Pro, the first machine that automatically washes, sterilizes, and dries bottles, pump parts, and sippy cups at the push of a button. Its 20 spray jets clean everything 100%. Plus, it sterilizes with steam, then dries with germ-free air. Don't waste time on tedious hand washing. Let the Baby Bretza Bottle Washer Pro do it for you. Shop now at babybretza.com.